What's up, guys? I want to tell you something about me. My mother never went to school. She was born in Vietnam, raised in Laos, and she found her way to America through ex-husbands seeking freedom. I was raised by a family that understood violence more than they understood love. I was beaten as a child and told that I would amount to nothing. So when I graduated high school at 17, I had a decision to make. To leave a home that never felt like home and to make my way in a world that my family didn't understand. My mother told me that I would come crawling back, asking for money with a child or a drug problem. Don't get me wrong, my mother isn't evil. She's just misguided. And though positive memories of my childhood are rare, I regret nothing about where I came from or who I came from. My circumstances were rough, as many of ours are, but they made me. It's been almost a decade since I've left my hometown, and I have never looked back. I started off working two to three minimum jobs at a time and sleeping on living room floors, sharing one-bedroom apartments with multiple roommates. I now make more than enough, enough to support myself and the family I hope to one day have, despite having to take an educational route that strayed from what many would consider normal. I don't financially struggle anymore, and I never will again. It took a lot to get here, but I am thankful for every moment on this path, every struggle, every tear shed, every moment of fear and loneliness that has made my current success so much sweeter. My family told me that I would always be alone, and they were wrong. My teachers, my mentors, and the lessons I needed found me and I them. So I've broken down those lessons into five principles to create what I call the art of hustle. <laughs> I never get tired of that sound. All right, first principle, understand the game. Now when I say the game, I'm talking business, I'm talking money. A lot of people I know have a love or hate relationship with money, and hating money is a mindset to snap out of. Money is just a thing. It is a tool to use, a seed to plant, a fun tally mark to chase when you're playing the game. <laughs> The politics and ups and downs that come with capitalism can make the grind really depressing. But keep in mind that just like there are so many companies that exploit their employees to better their bottom line, there are also large companies that use their power to help people. Just like money can ruin friendships, it can also save homes. Don't hate money. Hate the fucked up things people do with money and fight for the other side. Hustle to make the world better. As a hustler, you need to know the trail. Where is the money coming from and where is it going? Who is paying you and what are they paying you for? How many variables are involved in this process? The more you understand that, the more you can understand the value of what you're selling. So I'm going to give you an example. If you buy something from Sheen, the clothing retailer that has become very well known thanks to social media, then you are paying a very small price for their products. But this is because Sheen conducts business in very unethical ways. It includes child labor and hazardous working environments in countries that don't have the labor laws we have here in America. And currently, Sheen is valued at around $30 billion. Now on the flip side of that, if you buy something from Louis Vuitton, Every part of the item is sourced from the country that produces the highest quality of that particular material. Each piece is made by hand or machine that is simply working as the extension of the hand of the artisan in practice. 
every employee at Louis Vuitton, no matter where they are in the world, is well taken care of. And in 2016, Louis launched the Silver Locket Bracelet, a piece that is specifically created to raise funds for UNICEF. That is U-N-I-C-E-F, the United Nations Children's Fund. And they are aiming to provide interventions required to protect, save lives, and ensure the rights of children around the world. And currently, Louis Vuitton is valued around $47 billion. Now, obviously, I am using two very extreme examples, but I'm only doing this to help you think about your money in a different way if you don't already currently think about it this way. Who do you want to give your money to, and do you trust that they will handle it in a way that is conducive to what you believe in? And when you can think about money that way, when you can think about it in uh, terms of, why do I give this person my money versus someone else? Then you can also, as a hustler, think better on what makes a person want to pay me for what I do versus someone else. So let's talk about what needs to be learned and then all the other principles are not going to be nearly as informative. <laughs> the areas that I think every hustler needs to take the time to learn about are sales, marketing, management, psychology and technology. You want your knowledge and skills in each of these areas to be solid. By studying up on these areas, you'll boost your technical skills as well as your emotional intelligence, and you do need both to be effective. All of these areas go hand in hand in our daily lives anyway. Working on your sales and marketing skills, even if you don't do sales or marketing for a living, will better your tactical communication, your ability to persuade, and your ability to negotiate. All skills that will be useful to you no matter what you choose to do in life. You will learn how to better sell yourself, which is what you are always doing in any interaction with any human being. Learning about management principles and techniques will give you a more objective point of view. It will teach you humility and big picture thinking. A good manager, and there are plenty of awful managers out there who lucked into their positions, is someone who is selfless, is someone who can take care of their team and make decisions that are based on what is best for the company's objectives. A good manager is also able to motivate their employees, able to inspire growth, and still able to bring financial results. If you study up on management, you will train your brain to not get sucked into the petty little dramas that can distract you on your path and hinder your success. And you cannot be good at anything involving people if you don't understand some basic psychology. And mainly, I am talking about empathy. I like to think of psychology as street smarts on paper. <laughs> a lot of the main things that we need to understand about other people are the same things we need to understand about ourselves. How you feel about something is how a lot of people feel. And learning about how people emotionally respond to different things and why will make you better at making your behavior adaptable for different situations involving different kinds of people. Some people will need more from you, some won't. And this is all people, colleagues, customers, friends, strangers at the cafe. The more you understand people's thoughts and feelings, the more you understand need. And the more you can understand what people need, the better you can provide service. And then finally, there's technology. So you don't have to be an expert on hardware and software, but you should have a good understanding of the basis of technology. Know how to use a website. Know how to type. Know how to research. The, <laughs> the internet is constantly growing at an incredible rate to the point that our apps can learn what we like and don't like and can guide ads to us based on our usage. 
Everyone is doing something with tech. It helps grow a lot faster. And if you don't try to keep up, you will get left behind. Now, obviously, it would be quite ridiculous of me to tell you or shall I say, recommend to you that you learn about these things and not give you some useful resources. So sales, marketing, and management, I would recommend checking out LinkedIn's blog page. You'll find so many well-written articles by people with years of experience, and most of the articles are written in bullet point fashion, so it makes them easy to take in if you don't feel like really reading in depth and you just kind of want to skim. If you want to take learning about management thinking a step further, you can read Life and Work Principles by Ray Dalio. He is the CEO of Bridgewater Associates. It is the world's largest hedge fund. I found out, from, I found out about this book from Mark Cuban from Shark Tank. He had tweeted about it. Um, it's well written. It's not as stiff as a lot of business books are. And there is a follow-up book on investment principles if you're interested. To learn more about psychology, I would recommend my favorite YouTube channel, The School of Life. There are so many videos about different aspects that shape human behavior. They are all reasonable lengths, usually between five to seven minutes, usually animated in a way that is really easy on the eyes. And the voice, usually Alan Debatons, I hope I'm saying his name right, <laughs> the voice is very soothing. So if you like the psychology videos, you will also find that they make videos on history and philosophy. For technology, if you're not already savvy, which honestly, I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, I kind of assume you are, <laughs> but if you're not, just get on a computer, type a lot, research, try different applications that interest you, try different softwares. You'll recognize the similarities and differences between different ones, and this will naturally teach you about how computers think and what makes one thing more user-friendly versus another. And for those of you who need a bit more motivation because you're a free spirit and you hate corporate type bullshit, <laughs> I recommend the book Weird in a World That's Not by Jennifer Romolini. It is a very easy read. She breaks things down really well and she writes with a very raw energy. There's actually an entire paragraph of just the word fuck in the first chapter. <laughs> She talks about what managers look for, what struggles she had in her industry, and how her personality was initially the challenge of her career, and then later became her superpower. It's also a fantastic look into the female perspective. And for those of you who hate money, I recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. This is a very popular book if you haven't heard about it already. He breaks down the differences in how the rich teach their children about money, versus how the poor teach their children about money. He breaks down the four different ways you can make money as an employee, a small business owner or specialist, a business, or as an investor. The book is great if you're trying to figure out your relationship with money and you wanna figure out what kind of path you wanna take. I will also be putting all these recommendations in the video description because, I mean, why would you wanna like go back to try and figure these out if you are interested? <laughs> Fun fact, the top 1% read an average of 50 books a year. All right, so that's the bulk for principle one. The final thing I wanna say about understanding the game is understand that you are gonna have your motivations and everyone else is gonna have theirs. 
when you have that mindset and you can recognize this, it makes it a lot easier to deal with the difficult days when people aren't what you would like them to be, right? But you can't let that keep you from doing what you have to do. Focus on your why, who you're doing it for, and what you want in life. All right, moving on. (laughs) Principle number two, time matters. There are three sides to this principle. There is the obvious side, which is something we've all heard, time is money. The more skills you have, the more valuable your time. Time is the one thing we can't get back, so do your best to use it well. Figure out what your time is worth to you and respect it. Respect other people's time as well. People will recognize this in your behavior. If you are efficient for your managers, your coworkers, your clients, anyone at all really, you will be more appreciated and people will take you more seriously. The second side of this principle revolves around seniority. There's a very good chance that this has been brought up at some point in your work life. And seniority gets mixed emotions that are honestly, all, all the responses are right. Sometimes it's used as an excuse for someone to be treated well despite their lack of effort. And it can be really frustrating if you are a fresher employee working your hardest and not getting the results that you want. Maybe you're even competing for a position against someone who has more seniority than you, but you feel more deserving of it. It feels like bullshit, and sometimes it is. This is a gray area. The amount of time someone gives to a company does mean a lot to a management team. Managers who have been in their positions for a longer period of time have seen a lot of employees come and go, so they may favor someone who has dedicated a lot of time even if they didn't dedicate a lot of energy. Some people that you work with have had a relationship with each other for years, and this is going to affect emotional responses. If this is frustrating you, this is when you need to analyze where you stand. Are you at a place that you want to stay? And if the answer is no, then you're going to move on at some point anyway. You can go for the bigger opportunities, take them as they do or don't come, and walk away when it's time. If the answer is yes, you do want to stay, then continue working hard and eventually you're going to get where you want. The final side of this principle is more about lifetime. Different employees means different years of dedication and different age ranges. Therefore, different life stories. Learn from each other. Lean on each other when emotions call for it. Sometimes the older employee with the kids and, you know, settled down and who's already traveled and done a lot, they can help you focus on the big picture. Sometimes they need you to help them be less cynical. Sometimes the younger employee is the one who, the one who's dating and fresh and new and trying to figure out adulting for the first time. They are the ones that motivate the team to be innovative, to be hopeful, to try new things. Everyone should get respected for where they are in their lifetime, whatever they've been through and whatever they will go through. Being able to show each other that kind of respect and appreciation will make your ties with each other better, even if you don't get very close on a personal level, but as coworkers. <laughs> Principle number three, worry about yourself. There are four points to this principle. The first, take pride in your work. Whatever you do, do it with your heart. Whether it's running the register, giving financial advice, mopping the floor, 
Whatever it is that you contribute, know that your contribution matters. When you do with intention, you leave an impression. And when you leave an impression that says, I care, it does not easily get forgotten. Every bit of work, every bit of energy that you give is oil in the machine, and you have to take pride in that. If you can't feel good at all about what it is you're doing, then you're doing the wrong thing, and you need to start exploring other options. And be glad that there are other options out there. The second point, be careful. For those of you who are on teams, you're going to be spending a lot of time with people in an environment that calls for you to be alert. Not everyone is for you. Not everyone is going to get you. I have been fired from jobs simply because people didn't like me before. My personality made people uncomfortable despite my results. I'm happy things worked out the way they did. The way that they did. <laughs> But basically, I'm just trying to communicate that if you're in a position that you want to stay in, then you need to be mindful of what you say and who you say it to. Someone with unbalanced emotions is not someone you need to be opening up to. Take the time to get to know people and recognize your allies slowly because sometimes, oftentimes, your enemies are the first ones to smile at you. Third point, don't get sucked into competition. There are two types of mindsets. There's the mindset of, if they're winning, I'm losing. And there's the mindset of, we can win together. Respect that everyone is a player in the game. Everyone has their reasons for showing up, even if those reasons aren't obvious to you. If you are working hard and you are good at what you do, someone is bound to get salty. Let them get mad. That basic ass behavior is not your problem. Your only competition is yourself. A real winner can help others and keep winning. And when you feed others, you will get fed. The final point to this principle, and this is the most important part of this, check yourself and your ego. No one is perfect. And no matter how good you get at anything, there will always be an area for improvement. There will always be an area for growth and for learning. You may think you're doing everything right, but your perception and others' perceptions are two different things. Don't get arrogant, don't think you're better, and no matter how good you get at anything, know that everyone is on a journey just as much as you are. And just like you have something to offer that others don't, recognize the strengths in other people. Be a team player and do not ask for perfection. Fourth principle, worry about others. I mentioned this in previous principles multiple times for good reason. The importance of caring about other people, care. Care about your team, care about your superiors, care about the people you come across during your day. Care about their feelings, their words, the ones that they say and the ones that they may hold in. No one wants to be overlooked, no matter what business is all about people. Salespeople need buyers, I need listeners, doctors need patients. Money doesn't move until people move it. When you think of others, you make better decisions. And decisions that are based solely on you and what you want are small. People can sense that shit easily. Overinflated egos are easily recognized by those who are more mature. If you speak honestly and you don't bullshit, if you take care of people and do right by people, the money will come. <laughs> and last principle, be prepared to be disliked. Not everyone will be as driven as you. Not everyone is a hustler and that's totally fine. We're not here to judge. When you get on a team and some of your mates are complacent and doing the bare minimum, you're going to be the mirror that no one asked for. By raising the bar and showing a new standard, there's a good chance you're going to make some people uncomfortable. 
be all right with that. Matter of fact, embrace that shit because that's the part of the beauty of a hustler. Hustlers aren't here to make shit easy. They're here to change the game, to give people a reason to sweat. Your professional reputation will be much louder than anyone's shit talk. If someone doesn't like you for having motivation, that's not your problem. Eventually, those who choose to dislike you when you're doing nothing wrong will have a deeper respect for you in the long run. Give them time to come around, and if they don't, fuck it. You got shit to do. <laughs> Alright, so I lied. There is uh, one more principle. The five principles that I just laid out are about the hustle. But how do you make it art? How do you make it beautiful? You do it your way. You stay true to who you are and you have fucking fun with it. Throw some tunes on and jam while you work. Laugh with your people. Laugh with some strangers. Wear something that makes you feel sexy, although keep it professional. <laughs> Paint the canvas of your hustle with the colors of your soul. Make a day into a movie and let people enjoy the energy that only you can bring. <laughs> all right, that's all I have for this round. If you liked this episode, if you felt what I had to say, if you believe in this, if you believe in me, do me a favor and share my shit. <laughs> I'll be back soon. I'm gonna go get ready to go see Dead Mouse now. <laughs> Peace out! Thank you.